Hey guys, I am so excited to be unveiling my very own podcast, The Paper Fold. If you are listening to this, you most likely know me, Sarah Schwartz from the quarterly trade publication, Stationary Trends. I'm the editor-in-chief there, and I also have a blog previously known as The Paper Chronicles, presently known as The Paper Nerd. I'm so excited about this podcast because there's never been a spring in the 20 plus years I've been in the stationary industry that we have felt more isolated than now. So I wanted to not just bring my voice into the silence, but those of other industry players as well. I'm thinking of the Paperfold as my salon where I can talk shop and I invite everyone else to join in the conversation. Before I go any further, I need to talk about my logos, uh, both of them. I am absolutely enamored with them, and I must give all due credit to one Stephanie Clark of Dahlia Press. She also creates logos uh, for businesses in addition to her stationery and invitation work, and she is beyond brilliant. I approached her about this project some time back. Uh, both of us got distracted by a bunch of other stuff, and but then during the quarantine, she sent me some logos, and once I was able to visualize everything, it just re-energized me to get off my butt, and here we are. And of course, there's also the fact that so many of the businesses I've covered for the past 20 plus years have been struggling so much. I want to help and I need to help. So the idea for this first episode came together actually several weeks back while I was putting the finishing touches on the spring issue of Stationary Trends. As we were closing, something came up and I had to reach out to Ryan Kissick at Good Juju Inc. That is a San Francisco range of letterpress cards and writing papers. They had just launched an extensive and gorgeous dust collection at National Stationary Show in February. Um, and like many paper lines, it's a married couple. Ryan is head of operations and his wife, Juliana, a.k.a. Juju, is CEO and illustrator extraordinaire. Um, they are this adorable San Francisco couple. They even have an even more adorable little baby girl, Josephine, who just turned one. If you have not seen their range, go to goodjujuinc.com this minute and check it out. It's the bomb. I dare you to find something you can't live another minute without. So this was on March 26th, and Ryan emailed me back within the hour answering my query and then directing me to this amazing Google document he put together and then shared with all his customers and contacts the previous week on March 18th. This document, the document, as I have come to call it, has been viewed hundreds and hundreds of times since then all around the world. And if you open it up, you see the initials up top of all the other people looking at it right now. The link is in my liner notes, and the document is full of resources for small business owners, everything from financial aid, employment law, legal aid, to the CARES Act. So that was the first thing I wanted to talk to them about. And then, if that was not enough to get accomplished, also while all this corona craziness was going on, Juliana helped launch 18 Million Thanks. This is a grassroots coalition of 13 women-owned stationery companies created to send that amount of thank you cards to healthcare workers across the country, because that's how many healthcare workers there are. There are a million ways to get involved, and I sincerely hope you do so. So I have a million and one questions for them, as you can imagine, which I will get to after this brief message.
Hey, paper peeps. So by now, many of my listeners are familiar with the force of stationary nature, better known as Girl with Knife. But if you aren't, time to change all that. From the first moment I spied her booth at her New York Now trade show debut in 2019, I was smitten with this cutting edge range that the world was calling out for. We all just didn't know it yet. Everything is nimbly collaged to life, slice by careful slice by the talented and exquisite Alicia Castaldi. This stylish collection of cards, journals, and notepads that have sprung to life under this fashionista's exacting knife is sharp, snarky, sleek, and occasionally very sweet, just like that BFF who would love to hear from you right now. For that reason, whenever I get my hands on Girl With Knife merchandise, I hoard it and use it most sparingly. Alicia recently launched Gift Wrap, and if you're already a fan of her range, you're familiar with her patterns and quality, but these super thick sheets elevate any gift from off the rack to atelier. Her recent releases of Midnight Botanical, Rare Creatures, and Chase dreams bring the total styles that slay up to 10. And if you're like me and that you fall in love with a range and want to reside in that world, you're in luck. Alicia recently unveiled Knife House, which was one of the few good things I can think of that came out of 2020. That was when Alicia shifted her operation from L.A. to this newly renovated concept home in Palm Springs. This completely private, walled and gated estate features panoramic mountain views and countless looks surprises. Take a tour through its magnificent blush pink doors at www.knifehousepalmsprings.com or find it on Instagram at knifehousepalmsprings. Good luck getting your jaw off the floor as you take in this perfect California adult playground. These glamorous digs are available for photo shoots, film projects, special events, and short-term rentals. But just as importantly, all that exquisite Palm Springs flora and fauna have inspired Alicia's soon-to-be-released journal and notepads. She tells me that they're also expanding into home decor, which I, for one, absolutely can't wait to see. So now that you've glimpsed this wonderful world, you need this cutting edge lifestyle brand in your life. Find Girl With Knife in hundreds of shops across the U.S. and half over half a dozen countries. Alicia and Girl With Knife have also been featured in New York Magazine, LA Business Journal, BuzzFeed, and of course, Stationary Trends. I've run her work there countless times. Alicia was one of our 10 designers to watch in 2020 and proceeded to live up to that designation when last May, two out of her three nominated cards took CHOP honors at the Noted and Noted Virtual Greeting Card Competition. Then, for our winter 2021 issue of Stationary Trends, Alicia designed the 10 designers to watch frontispiece for us. It is something else if you haven't seen it yet. Also, as of 2021, Alicia is represented by none other than the Daniel Richard showrooms in Atlanta and Dallas. Dan's eye is renowned in this biz, so his representing Girl with Knife is unsurprising, but it also means that this brand needs to be on your design radar stat. Check out this beguiling range at the recently refreshed girlwithknife.com. Right now, the theme is Season of Fierce, and I think we can all use one of those about now. I guarantee your stationery will slay.
All right, and we're back. And with me is Ryan and Juju. Thank you guys so much, and welcome to the Paper Fold. Woohoo! Thank yeah. you so much for having us. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so the first question that I have to ask is, like, how long have you two guys known each other, and how long have you been boyfriend <laughs> girlfriend? <laughs> Depends. You might get a different answer depending on who goes <laughs> first. Well, he said I love you first, so we could talk about that. Or <laughs> I could. <laughs> um, no, we. So we have a super annoyingly cute, um, like meat story where uh, if I if this wasn't my life, I probably would not believe that this happened in reality. But uh, when Ryan was two and I was one uh our parents moved onto the same block literally across the street from each other like my bedroom window sees into his bedroom window (gasps) yeah and uh I it just is so ridiculous I mean so okay there's that and then (laughs) on top of that um, you know, we both had, uh, both Ryan and I, both our parents worked and, uh, we had lovely, we, Ryan had a lovely nanny. My family had a lovely nanny that, that worked for us while my parents were working. And, uh, those nannies became friends and <laughs> death and it. Here's the thing. We what, thought that we had, we were orchestrating the play dates. It, we know now that they, <laughs> they were, were with each other and, and we just had with each other yeah um, but 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 i will tell you the sweetest thing so when it it came out that we were actually dating each other in our early 20s and i will get to that in a second but when uh when his family found out that we were dating apparently his childhood nanny uh wrote ryan an email and said oh my goodness you know your mom told me that you're dating juliana tyson from across the street and i just have to tell you that you were such a picky little boy and did not want to hang out with very many people. But one of the people you always requested to have play dates with, with was Juliana. Oh, like, are you kidding me? Um, and we have the good news is we have the proof for all of this. There are Polaroid pictures of us as toddlers oh, at Gymboree at play dates. Play dates. Yeah. Like all of the things. It's um, unbelievable. I, totally. We still have those Polaroids. We've obviously digitized those as well, so that we can keep them yes. forever and on all devices. But Aww. yeah, it, so it goes way back. It's just very. It's just very real. It's just and not to say that we don't, you know, fight like cats and dogs, but we uh, friggin. You might even get one on this. You might even yeah, get one. On this like that's part of the fun of being married. That's just part of the joy, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So I got to get to this incredible document. First of all, I've just been calling it the document. Does it have a name? (laughs) So good. So good. What do you call it? (laughs) Oh my God. Brian calls it my first, his first week of of quarantine. That's it. Like he was so, like he just. I'm going to call it the document too, because I don't know what to call it. I've never had a name for it. I felt like the urgency to just create something was more than uh, branding it. So seriously, people like that first, that whole first week of shelter in place, at least mm-hmm. for us here in California, mm-hmm. it was, I feel like the whole world is kind of emotionally grappling with things. You know, we're, we're trying, we're reading articles. To- Do you like how I'm talking for him? It's terrible. It's going to happen. And I'm going to stop. I'm gonna- <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for asking me that. that point of You're welcome. <laughs> um, so the doc, uh, really, it was it happened so fast. So I looked back and, and did a little research before this call because it feels like ancient history, but it was only about a month and a half ago. This it's March 17th. Yeah. Um, which again, I I think that must have been in you know 2002. It was not, but we. I feel like the reason for it, or I mean, do you want me to go into the history, Sarah? What would be helpful? For sure. You? you know, I'm just kind of curious, like what, like I don't know what what brought it to life. Like, what made you say I am going to create this document that's going to have every resource I can possibly think of, and then I'm going to share it with everyone I can possibly think of. I mean, it was such a brilliant idea. You were the only one that I know of who did it. So I'm just wondering kind of what went into it. Can I just say, I'm so this, I'm, I swear to God, I'm going to let him answer this question. I, but I, he has, such, he's, cause he's not going to say this about himself. Ryan has the biggest heart of any human being I've ever met on this freaking planet. And he could not sleep that whole first night, um, uh, or whole first night, that whole first week of quarantine, because he was like, people are, he's like, he's like, people are just, they're not going to know this out there. I mean, he's like, I, I, you know, I, I'm one of those crazy people that likes to dig through and, and find out all these things, but you know, people don't have time to do that. And people are parents and people are business owners. He just, he couldn't not do it. Okay. Now you go, dear. <laughs> <laughs> now you may answer. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Well, it probably was that frazzled. Hopefully I don't come across as that frazzled when I'm recalling this to you, but I think that first week I was, I, I just felt like in some ways, Sarah, um, our business, I felt like was a kind of the, the proverbial canary in the coal mine. Mm -hmm. Our business was mostly wholesale and literally overnight we went to tens of thousands of dollars per week in revenue to zero. Right. And I just was reading a lot about the virus and I was like, this is, this is not a normal recession this is not a normal slowdown this is going to be unprecedented for an uncertain amount of time oh my god also sorry ryan was a human biology major at stanford which he rarely talks about and i swear to god that also came into play okay <laughs> continue thank you i appreciate these prompts it's like a it's like a powerpoint for podcasts please you were saying so, so as i was saying um i started probably March 14th, just a couple of days before I, I posted the document, just started doing research because I knew that this was unprecedented to have a period of time where sales literally go to zero. And I knew this was going to be the case for businesses across the U.S., across the world, really. Uh -huh. um, but I thought, first and foremost, it was for Good Juju Inc. I did think, how are we going to weather this time period where we may not have sales and it doesn't? we don't know how long it's going to last? Um, and so I just started doing research. And frankly, uh, searching for good information, specifically information about financial aid and employment law felt really daunting, especially in those early days, because it was happening so fast. At least it, it felt like it was happening fast here in the U.S. Um, and here in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. We went on shelter in place on March 16th. And I knew that, wow, I was going to need to get some of this information. And again, I went to Google and it just felt incredibly scary as a small business owner to figure out what am I supposed to do? What resources are available? What government loans are available? There was no information at that time. And so I just started doing research, going through a bunch of articles and trying to kind of jot down the ones that I thought were the most clear. Sure. Because, I, you know, in my shoes, I was like, I'm reading dozens of articles. It's just so scary. It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I realized if, if I'm going through this, everybody else is probably going through the same thing. So why don't I just take the effort that I'm doing? And it's, it's going to be no big deal to just put those same links that I'm already creating for myself 
in a document and share that because, you know, instead of having people start from scratch in Google like I did, I figured they can at least start from some vetted resources and not feel completely overwhelmed knowing that they were all going to be going through this. Right. Um, and so that's what um, on the 17th, I, I, I looked back right before we, uh, we jumped on this mm-hmm. call sure. and I, um, I, I posted on Facebook with, it was, I think the document at that point had, I don't know, a handful of links mm-hmm. about financial aid and employment law mm-hmm. and maybe some ways that consumers could help small businesses. Um, and I said, feel free to share or send me information. And, uh, I went from there. Can you share any anecdotes about like what kind of feedback you've gotten from the hundreds of people that have used it? Absolutely. I, I think I, you know, I would say overwhelmingly the amount of emails I received um, from people saying, thank you so much, so much. This is incredibly helpful. We actually sent a, a wholesale newsletter out to our community and it by far had the highest open rate, the highest click rate, the highest email response rate by far of anything that we've ever sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was immediate. People were just really grateful to, to have, uh, to have any resources at their disposal. It also went like viral in Texas. It like someone found on YouTube or put, posted on YouTube and made a really nice YouTube video. Yeah. Seen hundreds of times. People were sharing it on LinkedIn. People I didn't yeah. know about people the, were emailing the, me. The restaurant community in San Francisco, which, um, it's like a very small niche community, but like a very important community, specifically the Bay Area. The food scene here is very important, and it is a lot of small. You know, these aren't you know these aren't chains; these are small, bit high end uh, restaurants. Sure. And it it, it was uh, we got feedback that it was being shared throughout the 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 restaurant newsletters community. Yeah, there. newsletters there. The, the San Francisco food community. I mean, it's it all the industries we just didn't anticipate it you know, permeating, it, it did, um, and was and was continued to be circulated. And I think even beyond that, it was really heartwarming to see friends of mine who own small businesses or advise small businesses immediately jump in and say, how can I help? Um, and, and that was really great for me because I, I actually just opened a document for the first time in a couple of weeks. And there are sections on there with immigration law and real yeah. estate and other things that I don't know anything about, mm-hmm. but it was great to see friends who do have expertise in those areas say, I would love to contribute. Can I add some information here? And I said, absolutely. You know, my intent was just at a time when there was no information to, mm-hmm. to give people something to get the ball rolling. Sure, sure. Um, to, to see people so excited to jump in and support the community. Um, it felt, it felt nice, especially in a time where we were physically not able to be together in community. It felt nice to have a community online. Oh, sure. I mean, there's something about, I mean, I remember the first, when you sent me the first link, there's something about opening it. There's something very reassuring about it. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. everything is laid out and there's a lot of, you know, avenues I can go on and suddenly I don't feel so lost. Um, Yes. Oh, yes. Sarah, I have to say that actually your wording there, not feeling so lost. I think that, um, you know, when Ryan just said a couple seconds ago, uh, he said, you know, there there wasn't a lot of information. I think it's actually the opposite there that we're in a time of distrusting media or distrusting right. our, you know, our politicians or how we are receiving information. And it is so assuring or reassuring that 
that there are these aggregators out there that you can trust where things are laid out and they are clear and they're not in legalese and you can understand what's happening. I think it's we're really yearning for these these trustworthy aggregators of information. Yeah, that's um, a great point. What I, what I yeah. would say is, you know, I mentioned at the beginning there was no information. Oh, yes, that yes. Quick, that quickly changed. Because when I first started, there was nothing. there was nothing. Right. And then it quickly went to there is everything. Overload. But, it's, but I don't right. Is reasonable, and so right. that was kind of a nice transition to say. First, let me just get anything out there for you that's from a, a trustworthy source, and then, oh my God, that there's 18 million articles on how to interpret the CARES Act. I don't know what's even where to even start. So you know, it was nice that I had read through many of them, and so did friends. And it was like, here are three that that you should read. Yeah, don't right. read the 18 million. The read the three. Right, right, right. I mean, part of the problem with the news cycle and the 24-hour news cycle is that things happen so quickly, and yes. especially in the early weeks of quarantine, where you just, you know, you were just feeling permanently discombobulated, and um, yes. So it's just, it was just very grounding and, you know, I mean, obviously people are going to do with the information what they choose to do, but it, it's, it's just such a great starting point. And I have to say, you know, my husband's in the closeout business. I showed him the document, like he was like going through my office for something. And I was like, Hey, look at this. And he took a glance and then he left the room and then he came back 20 seconds later and was like, let me look at that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, it helps any any business. And I, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, and so obviously it's continuing, it's still there. Um, I'm sharing it in the liner notes. Are you're adding to it uh from time to time? Ryan? So truth, we've I, I haven't, and and the reason was I, I feel like um we stopped updating it probably about mid to late April. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally, well, there were a couple of things. One was honestly our own bandwidth. Um, we just are so swamped with any number of things that uh, it just was getting harder and harder to update it on a regular basis. And at the same time, I, I felt like it had served its purpose in many ways. Like it got through that initial phase where sure. it was, at least in my opinion, it felt so chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we got the document to a state where at least, you know, the CARES Act had been more formulated and and there was more real like good information about that mm-hmm. and i felt as though we had the resources there to get people down the right path meaning i felt like in terms of financial aid resources and other resources it didn't feel like the pace of change was so fast to right. where we needed to update it as regularly right, right. Uh, and and i still think that there's useful information there to at least people get people going um without having to update it i mean i felt like when we were updating it it was like oh Actually, if you want to apply for PPP, this is what you do. Actually, this is how you apply for EIDL. Actually, and it, it was hard to keep up. And at this stage, I feel like it, there's there's better information out there, and it's not changing every four seconds. Right, right. Although, who knows? Now they're talking about another round of uh, benefits, so there might be <laughs> there might be more to report. But it's true. I might go back to the the document, as we call yeah. it. Yeah. The document. But then again, I can completely see how it had turned into probably a full-time job when you already have mm-hmm. several. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, okay. Well, um, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, I want to talk to you guys all about 18 million. Thanks. Yay. Yay.
All right, and we're back. I'm still here with Ryan and Juju, um, and I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> I think Ryan's there. Um, yeah. I never, I never know if I'm here, and, and oftentimes I'll wait for. Uh, I'll ask my wife for permission to be here. <laughs> Smart man. Um, so I want to hear all about 18 million things. Um, yet another project started during quarantine. Um, how did this come about? Like, tell me, you know, what was the inspiration and how did you get everyone involved? Take it away. Well, you can clearly, there there might be a pattern emerging that, um, at least, um, on my side of things, maybe much to my wife's chagrin, I turn my anxiety into uh, action, whether or not it's warranted. Really fast. Like, like from like the moment something is announced, he's like, we're going to be doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, F, G, H, L, and I'm like, wait a minute. I need a coffee. I need a croissant. I need, I need a moment to process this. <laughs> so with 18 million things, I think it was yet another way to say, look, we want to help out. Um, we're sheltering in place. We can't make masks. We can't make ventilators. What What is it that we can like, do? What and, can we offer? Like right. what as, as human beings and, and, and creatures of industry, you know, we, especially because, you know, Ryan and I were actually initially hoping that the document would be sort of this platform upon which we could really galvanize for small businesses. But honestly, all the different ways that we were brainstorming just weren't feasible. And so we, we allowed the document to just exist as, as the document and be utilized however people wanted to utilize it as like a free source. Mm-hmm. And then 18 Million Thanks was really born out of this unmet desire to utilize our, not just our skill set, but also like our raw materials that we have available to us during quarantine to perpetuate goodness into the cycle of things and um, infuse goodness into the cycle of things. And my God, honestly, Ryan and I would be up just like looking at our fellow makers cards, you know, how just how clever card makers are and in such an immediate like the moment something happens in news there's a card maker who's made a genius card about that thing and we were just look at like you know we were just saying to each other look at all of this creativity that's that has come about because of all of this and and the positive spin that our industry is 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 spinning this i mean and not spinning it to distract but really acknowledging the pain and also acknowledging all the quirks about how we're, you know, thusly responding to shelter in place and, and, you know, getting fat and, you know, just like all the things, all the things, um, all of the feels, all of the feels. And Ryan was like, well, let's like make this something that people can really easily you utilize as a means of social content of, of content. And then just literally, if they have a piece of, paper, computer paper, and a crayon available to them, you know, all they need is to get a stamp and they can, you know, send something to a hospital that is actually, this will actually, again, be a a point of happiness. And, but we did, and I'll let Ryan, I swear I'll let Ryan talk. I swear (laughs) to God. Well, we had, we had some really good feedback early on in this brainstorming, which was um, when we were uh, calling hospitals or sorry, when we were, um, trying to get people to partner with us we were we were calling some of the bigger hospitals on the east on the east coast specifically new york and they were like please do not send us mail right now we cannot handle it given everything we're doing that was opening for us like hey we need to make sure that these hospitals even want this kind of mail they can even receive it and, and that they can commit to distributing these letters to their staff 
as opposed to just letting them sit forever in a mail bin in some closet. So that was sort of an added bonus to this, which was like, oh, not only will we be able to ensure that certain hospitals really do want this and are capable of receiving it, but we we get to list those addresses on the website and make it that much easier for people to be like, oh, like today I'm going to send these four postcards or these four thank you notes to these hospitals because the address, it's so easy. The addresses are right here. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah. I think to, just to add on to that, Sarah, you know, I think early on in this crisis, I've learned through kind of outreach to other companies, to people, there's a lot of folks that want to help in some capacity, but they don't know how. And the other thing that I, I learned is that people are so strapped right now. I mean, with schools being closed with kids in the house um, with so much going on in terms of trying to sort out your finances, be safe, figure out how to navigate life in this crazy time we're in. People don't have much time, but they do want to help. And I think that helped kind of crystallize what we were trying to do, which was create something that really anyone could participate in, making it super easy, um, but but something that would have an impact and was specifically for our industry. Because again, I felt that that community for our industry would be a, a nice thing to kind of galvanize, galvanize us around a, a common goal and a common cause. Um, and so that's that's where it started, and uh, it's really grown from from there. Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's it's, it's amazing, and uh, it, it's it's an action that anybody can take and feel good. And and um, and I my one of my favorite aspects of it is that it also supports the post office, which yes, exactly. So all right, so. How did you, so did you just reach out to various companies whose product you were liking or they were just, how did, how did it, how did your coalition form? <laughs> oh my God. I have to sneeze. Nope. Nope. It's coming. <laughs> well done. Um, well done. We just started, yeah. We just started reaching out to folks that we'd met through being in the industry, whether it was a trade shows. I mean, we, we, I feel like it's such a wonderful industry with really positive, thoughtful, incredible uh, business owners. And and we just started to reach out. Well, um, we, we kind of started to reach out to people who we saw through social media were, and just in whatever face, all the social channels mm-hmm. that they had already been creating cards sure. for either healthcare workers or like with specific reference to the pandemic. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like if, if these makers are already making cards for this purpose, you know, let's again, aggregate, let's galvanize all of this, uh, let's curate and create something that, you know, they really don't need to do anything except for, you know, agree to post about this. um, And, you know, basically that's it. I mean, what's so wonderful, what what I believed is that we wanted to use our collective voices to amplify this message and amplify the cause. And I don't think any of our individual companies could do this on our own because we're, we're small businesses. We don't have the reach, but together it was exciting because we all have our own communities. And what's, what's especially great is these are, you know, our customers, our followers, our letter writers, they, they crave this. They already get it. Right. Exactly. They already get it. You don't need to get over any hurdle. And so I thought, gosh, if we have that audience that wants to help and, uh, is already a, a used to this form of of communicating. Let's let's all start getting the message out there. Um, and so, you, yeah, you're not convincing someone about writing a letter. Uh, <laughs> bless some of my friends. I have some friends who are more digital than uh, writing a letter, and they were like, "Well, can I just tweet it, or or you know, can we make it super simple in a type form?" And I was like, "No, no, no." You, no, no. I was like, 
there are ways to do that. In fact, there are a lot of hospitals who have set that up. And, and I don't want to discourage any sort right, of things. Right. Really, all things are wonderful. But th- but this to me was specific to something that is that in my, you know, obviously, if our industry didn't believe this, uh, I'm not sure you should be in this industry, but it's so meaningful to get that handwritten letter. I also I have to tell you, Sarah, our, we had this incredible um, development web development team, um, you know, female immigrant owned uh, coders, programmers, developers. I mean, you're probably using all the wrong terminology. I okay, live in Silicon Valley. And I don't even, let's also give their name. Okay, yeah, they're called, um, they're, they're companies called Wonderdog, W-U, like Wonderdog. Wonder, um, Wonderdog. Wonderdog. And I, so they are, oh my God, they're so amazing. And actually, it was so funny when we were first pitching them this idea um, to come, you know, to come up with this website and, you know, do the branding for it. They were, they were very like, you guys, you know, this, you, we should, we should not be forcing people to like buy stamps and, and like, th- there are a lot of hurdles here. I'm like, Oh guys, don't, I was like, please, this is, this is our community. Our community already owns stamps. Like this is, we're, we're plugging into a world that I think some people just don't believe exists anymore, but it very much exists. And it's, it's actually, it's a quite passionate community of letter writers. So, um, and it was really wonderful to see our web developers who I thought did a spectacular job and in such a short amount of time. The site is amazing. Uh, And when you get to the part where you see all the brands, it's like, oh my goodness. I mean, as a paper person, it's like, oh, you got them? Oh, you got Dolly. Oh, you got Ilude. Oh, you got Paper Epiphanies. Oh, and you got E. Francis. It's like, oh, all my favorite companies. Ah! All my heroes. Like, how how creepy is this? What I'm about to say, there's like, like the secretest, creepiest way for me to just reach out to all my like female crush, like business crushes. Um, you know, no, Sarah, to... secret. She had me do the reaching out. <laughs> <laughs> it was so secret. You didn't do it. <laughs> so secret. So secret. Um, but yeah, no, they, and then to see the, you know, the developers they they, they told us in a round of feedback, like just about notes on the website, they said, Oh, by the way, we also are putting together our own list of hot, like we're, we are writing our own cards this weekend and we're so excited to do it. And, and it was really cool to see, you know, sort of the coming around of, wait, this is going to pose a lot of hurdles for the, for your average user to, no, 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 this is exact. Like we're, we're honing in on a community of people that already write letters that already know the power of a handwritten note and, um, and for them to really just accept that. So with open arms and, and they themselves write, write the thank you notes as well. By the way, I don't even know if we mentioned it's 18 million thanks because there are 18 million registered healthcare, healthcare yes, workers yes. in the U.S. And- yeah. Okay. I think I said that in my intro. I think oh, I said, balls. Okay. But I'll but I'll make sure I say it and if not I'll go back and re-record it. Um <laughs> but uh no it's amazing. it's amazing and the thing is is that I really think and you know obviously I'm the world's biggest fan of letter writing and sending cards but I really think during these times like your mailman mm-hmm. showing up is a whole different yeah. occasion than it was a few months ago and People are really starting to like reaching out. They're starting to like to receive mail a lot more. And um, it's like we are getting, I hope we're getting a new audience, a captive audience, as it were. But yeah, (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) So, so, um, okay. And so I'm wondering how can other makers get involved if they want to uh, throw their hat into the ring? Um, Can they? Uh, reach out to you. What what would you prefer? Absolutely. So this is open to all 
types of stationary companies, whether they're retailers or makers. We've we've opened this up. And what I'll say, Sarah, is there's quote official participation, and then there's all sorts of other ways that companies can participate and help us spread the message. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, this is about sending help letters to healthcare workers who are going through things I can't even fathom. And, right. and I, I know they really do appreciate the support. But yes, is the answer. And, and what I would say is official participation we're making very easy. It's that companies uh, commit to post about the campaign twice per week, whether that's a, a dedicated post, a story, reposting something that's been shared, um, but but spreading the message uh, about 18 million thanks. And if they go to 18millionthanks.com, any stationary company can hopefully pretty quickly find the email for the campaign uh, and send us an email, or there's a form that they can fill out. It takes one or two minutes where they can s- say that they're interested and we'll get back to them with more information. Okay. Um, what would you add, Juju? Yeah, you know, we it really... <laughs> We say, uh, you know, official participation. Yeah, it's if you are a company that sells cards um, and you would like to literally be listed on our website, um, great. Like email us on that via the email address on the website, which is just info, right? Mm-hmm. Info, info, at- info at 18millionthanks.com. Okay. Um, and and or you know or fill out the form and we can um, we can send what we we send a file of visuals you know digital high res visuals that people can feel free to post on their social and also we we've written copy just so th- that people can post as well just so that like basically people don't even have to think too hard like truly you hey. know we 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 want it to st- we wanted to streamline the communications um, so that, you know, you're recognizing this message as you see it being posted from various people, but like, you know, people have taken their own little spin on it. So it's in their own words. And that's awesome. If you have time to do that, if you don't have time to do that, we were just like, Hey, here's this copy. You don't have to think twice. You know, it's, it's a very non-polarizing copy. It's basically like sending thank you guys is super, super dope. Our healthcare workers are like legit superheroes, y'all like <laughs> let's write some thank you notes. You know, it's really, there's nothing controversial about that copy. Um, so <laughs> um, we just wanted to make it as simple as possible. Um, and if you aren't a company or you just really like to make greeting cards and you wanted to know what the appropriate way was to participate, again, there, you all you have to do is write a thank you note. And if you want to post it, uh, you know, send it to the email addresses listed, hospital addresses listed on our site. But And then tag 18 million thanks. Uh, hashtag 18 million thanks. Tag 18 million thanks. We will repost. Like, just get the word out. Being excited about writing your thank you notes. And continuing to post about you know this eight specific eighteen million thanks uh, goal is that's all it takes. It's right. really nothing. Right. But right. It, and what's yeah. Yeah, great? I would say what's great is when we spread the word. There are other wonderful effects. Meaning we find new people who've created awesome cards specific to the campaign, mm-hmm. which is which is a win for us. We find healthcare workers who say, "I would love for my hospital to receive letters," and we add them to the hospital list. Um, we you know, we, we just, there are so many more ways like we, and just so you know, Sarah, we started this, I think with 13 stationary companies mm-hmm. and around 40 hospitals. We, I think we're up to 50 hospitals and, and 40 stationary mm-hmm. companies. Wow. Um, participate. And how long ago did you so, launch it? Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. I know. <laughs> two years. <laughs> yeah. Right. Honestly. <laughs> oh, I have no sense of time anymore. Um, no. So, um, and what are you, what is the most rewarding feedback you've gotten from some of the hospitals or, um, you know, healthcare oh employees? 
Um, we, it was just so sweet and honestly unexpected. One of the hospitals actually wrote back to somebody that wrote them just to say, by the way, the letter that you sent to, to us, our hospital, our hospital staff was so powerful and uplifting. We needed to tell you the, the effects of that so that like you keep writing to hospitals because I mean, I never in a million years thought a hospital would have time to even write back or feel compelled to write back to one of the the senders, but my God, you know, I mean, it's so, I mean, and we, I mean, we really do, you know, we get things for, you know, people who talk about, you know, their shift was horrible. They have, they had to stay away from their young children. I mean, some of these, you know, doctors and nurses are, are not able to be with their infant children, which honestly makes me want to just die hearing that. Um, but, and, but knowing like how they are lit when literally people are actually dying, they are holding the hands of the, I mean, just how exhausted these healthcare workers are at the end of the day, whether it's administration, janitorial, act, you know, medical, to actually receive in hand somebody's handwriting that says, you, you know, you have done more for uh, for us, our family, this world than I could ever articulate. You know, that actually does give energy, and that's something we keep hearing from people from from healthcare workers is that it 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 feels like it is that it's boost up energy and 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 uh stick to itiveness about let's keep going even though I feel like I have absolutely nothing left to give it it allows for just a little bit more energy um and some healing I gosh I hope some healing in some capacity um oh right yeah, yeah. It's really, we're, and we're starting to compile some of these testimonials through social media on Instagram um, my hope is that we continue to get more, but even just hearing from people who are at home saying, oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm excited to, to do this with my, my kids. Sarah, we actually, um, had people who have literally written a letter to every single hospital on our list. Yeah. They took a weekend or a week and they just went through the whole list. Oh, bless them. I, I mean, I, we, we know this because they emailed us and they're like, so you have two typos on two different hospital <laughs> listings. We need to fix that immediately. <laughs> that's awesome so I was like I'm obsessed with you thank you yeah, so like, much I'm on it yeah, yeah. Well done. free copy editing <laughs> right oh man so good that is that is awesome and it's amazing and I um you know I know you guys know I'm I'm good friends with an ICU actually administrator at the Cleveland Clinic and yes the I I don't even think I've had a phone conversation with her her life has been so crazy um and I mm. I do know that she had to quarantine herself for a couple weeks in a hotel room but I haven't heard the yeah. whole story so I can just imagine like their lives are just be beyond our comprehension right now so it's just such a wonderful thing uh to do and a wonderful thing to bring about in the world um my my hat is off to you my figurative hat well yeah. our, our hats are off to yeah. the folks that are out Thank there you. the healthcare workers and folks that are really going through stuff that we can't fathom right I now. I know. I know. It's the least we can do. So I'd like to close um, by asking a little bit about your business. Um, you guys have done so much for others. Um, you mentioned when we started how much you were impacted when Corona first hit. So I want to know how Good Juju Inc. is doing. Um, how's your business changed? Did you guys get any funds from the CARES Act? Are you still shipping? Are you Are you creating new merchandise? What's going on? Oh my God! Do you short have another answer, hour? Short, short <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, um, okay. So I will tackle a couple, then you'll tackle. Okay, a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to overwhelm all those questions. No, I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? I could do this every day for like a billion. I love talking to you, Sarah. This, the problem is, I love talking to you. That really is the problem. Um, <laughs> I so. I was actually in the middle of creating a giant uh, new desktop collection when all of this hit. Um, and it was our best, fi- it, it was a very exciting financial year for us. Um, so to, it, to start the year, to start the year. It, it was a, it was a, such a, it was a real punch to the soul. Uh, whatever. I, I, and I, not to sound, but what was, I know this is like in the scheme of things, not nothing to, to cry over, sure, but no. it, it was, it was really it was it really doesn't hard. make it, it was, any it less was... harder i saw you guys at nss you guys were gangbusters your booth was mobbed and you had a ton of great new product your booth was mobbed everything was going very nicely oh. <laughs> so thank you i mean yeah. i'm sure this took the wind out of your sails in a huge way oh man just Woo. I mean, um, it is nice knowing that everyone's wind. Uh, yes, like everyone's in this. Everyone's, it's, yeah. The, the, it, Ryan's exactly right. It's it, uh, the only softening of, of all of this was knowing that it, you know, it's not like all of a sudden we just stunk it all up ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly we were terrible. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so that was, so, you know, we, we kind of had to, and again, Ryan was really passionate about aggregating information for all small businesses like ASAP. So we really shifted towards um, cl- clarifying as much communication as possible that could help kind of the greater business community that was first. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, I, I feel like for a, a month we were not shipping, but then uh, we, Ryan and I just go into our our warehouse unit just by ourselves and we'll do, you know, once a week shippings from there. Um, and awesome. uh, we, we, which is yeah, all, of our, all of our employees, we're we're still paying them, but they're working from home. And I mean, by working from home, they are packaging cards that we we that we sort of like gather things mm-hmm. that need to be packaged ourselves, wait a day. They come when we're not there, pick up those boxes, you know, clean them. I mean, like it's a, we've, we've done a full process about how, um, to, to help, you know, how to basically stay, um, doing kind of what they're fulfilling or packaging, um, distance. Um, but yeah, all the fulfillment is, is on us. Ryan, I mean, Ryan and I have just been, it's, it's been a lot just to sort of keep things organized and and fulfill orders and create, Oh, Oh, for the 18 million thanks. We, we had, um, a, a wonderful, our, actually a very good fr- a family friend of ours who does a tremendous amount of marketing professionally. She said, you know, Juliana, uh, I have so many friends who, uh, their kids are home and, and coloring is such a great activity. Can you please make for your 18 million thanks, the uh, color, you know, color it in postcards. And that was such a good idea. So it, I have to tell you, creating the illustrations for the 18 million thanks website mm-hmm. for the social, for the branding, and then also creating some new products, postcard products for healthcare workers. Um, I don't think I have slept this entire. <laughs> I did sleep in on Mother's Day. That was phenomenal. Oh. Um, but Ryan, I don't even was that. Was, I think there are a few more. There are a few uh, more. We did get a little bit of government funding, okay, um, a small amount. It uh, it took longer than we had hoped, but we did get something. Oh yeah, it was I mean months, right? And they don't have any communication with you. You apply, they they don't reply at all, um, and then you get and then you get a fraction of what 
they promise you it with like no explanation. So we are, it's not like it was super helpful, um, but it's it something it's, it's, I mean, it helps pay rents. It helps pay our employees to, to go forward. Sure. Uh, yeah. For, I mean, it's, it's, it's shifted because for, let's see, what are we at? May 11th wholesale. <laughs> we've started to get a few orders trickling in. That's awesome. Um, it's, it's still yeah. very slow, but it's, it's something it's the, you know, the last I'd say five business days have been, something so that's hopeful um you know obviously we hope that folks reopen safely uh, yeah it's kind of like are we yeah i'm yeah. Kind of like, oh god i hope all right but so i'm really thinking. curious where what states are your wholesale orders showing up oh, from are they, they all are over the all place southern red states um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's hear a red state okay. song okay yeah yeah um, although maybe there's one, there's one in Orange County and I think they have an online store. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard to understand because I think some of these might be online retailers that have been online. So that, that's also something that, that may be happening as well. Yes. I mean, and for what it's worth, I will say we, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just going to say, look, it's great news. Look, it's great news to get a wholesale order, no matter how it's being sold, because I mean, it, that says someone's stock's getting diminished and they need to reorder yeah. more. So, I mean, it's a good sign. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and to answer your other question, sorry, we, we have tried to do a, a decent amount of investment into our direct-to-consumer business. Yeah, we switched. We were obviously all wholesale and then we're like, okay, you know what? Maybe this is a great kick in the butt to really think about who we are as a direct to consumer company. What is our branding? What is our message in that regard? Um, yeah, we had talked about wanting to do some refresh in 20, early 2021. This is prior to coronavirus. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and you know, it's like, well, let's revisit that because it, we do have a lot that we want to do. And now, and now might be the time to do that. Right, so yeah, we're thinking right. much more branding in a, in a direct-to-consumer fashion. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, why not? So <laughs> that that's awesome. I'm so glad you guys are coming through this. I, um, I it's very inspiring to hear about all the good work you're doing, and and having and running a small and running a young family too is the hardest work of all. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Our daughter is probably about two days from from actually walking without uh assistance. yeah she's so on the cusp man she is on the cusp of walking we are just every day although i'm not like super pushing for it i am i was gonna say if anyone had recommendations uh, out on, there how, on to how to slow her down people get little tiny humans crawling great uh no <laughs> someone's got in that like her. velcro baby shoes to kind of make it yeah. hard for them to <laughs> pick up yes. Honestly. Oh, oh yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And I, I just remember those years is so draining. Uh, so. Oh but again, I'll, I'll go back to, it's been nice to talk to other folks. This is where Juju definitely helps push me because I think I, my instinct is to go internal and just try and do as much as we can in our bubble. But it's nice to talk to other folks and realize that everyone is exhausted right now. Everyone is tired. Everyone is trying their best. It's not pretty, but, you know, we're getting through it. And uh, I think that's especially the case now where we're trying to run our business and, and have a one-year-old uh, not trample over us. And Oh, she's things. the best. Uh, she is oh, really she's so cute. delicious. Her cheeks are so delicious. Oh, she's so cute. I know. I know. Oh. No, look, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think in, you know, if there is a silver lining, it is that, you know, 
some of the relate we're reevaluating things. Some of the relationships maybe are a little closer. Like, you know, you guys know, you guys know I have a 13 year old and, you know, I think our relationship has had an interesting evolution through this and it's for the better. So that is so awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, I, well, I think, you know, it's like, we're finding new ways to support each other in that, you know, just go beyond typical, like, you know, mother, teenager, parent, teenager, parent sort of, um, interactions. So, um, so it's been very, it's, it's been very rewarding, but, um, but I will be glad when we get on the other side of this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I just have to say, like, I, Ryan actually says this a lot, and I'm so glad he vocal, vocalizes this because I feel it a lot, and maybe I don't vocalize it as much as I should. But being able to um, work with primarily female-owned businesses, and honestly, female-owned businesses who are just coincidentally also mothers, okay. um, that is a dope ass community. Like also the, the, like the fact that our industry feels primarily run by that exact demographic. Yeah. I mean, it's talk about, you know, people who are not, it, it just, it's not from this, from this uh, lens of like, well, I need to get mine because there's not enough for everybody to go around and we're, and therefore I'm not going to share information or not going to, you know, I, whatever it is, it, it just feels, um, it just feels loving and it feels human. Um, our wonderful web developers, uh, the Wonder Dogs, uh, are you know female. I said they're female immigrant, and um, one of, one of their founders is also a mom. And and it just feels human. And they talk about that a lot. Like they like to work with companies that feel that put the human back into whatever their company is trying to do. So it's that has been a real um, saving grace through all this that we just love this industry so much and we're we're gonna figure out how to how to make it work okay well guys i cannot thank you enough for being here today and being my very first um paperfold guest so thank you guys so much oh my gosh thank you it's been a pleasure sarah yeah anytime anytime thank you guys we will see you on the other side of this okay bye. bye Hey, paper peeps. So Kitty Meow Boutique has been a fabulous client of mine for a while now. So hopefully many of my listeners are familiar with not just the dazzling wares from this Chicagoland house of paper, but also its amazing founder, a force of nature better known as Catherine Hildner. This mom of two with another scheduled to arrive soon has created a most intoxicating stationary range. I define the Kitty Meow aesthetic as polished and very smart. Think of the sharpest outfit you own that you feel like a million bucks in, but in stationary form. Everything from typography to envelope choice comes together to pack a most enticing punch. But this range is not just about the surface. It's about honoring those connections with those we care about most. And you'll see once you visit kittymeowboutique.com that the wares are divided into witty and sweet because as Catherine puts it, sometimes you feel a little saucy and sometimes you don't. But 
Kitty Meow Boutique is so much more than just another pretty face in the marketplace. The empowering messaging found on her cards, invitations, journals, coasters, art prints, and enamel pins elevates the range into something that makes you feel not just seen, but good about yourself too. Everything is essentially a little lift visually and emotionally for not just those you love, but you as well. Not only is Kitty Meow available for your personal shopping needs, it's also available wholesale to all those shops looking for something new with which to excite their customers. She's on FAIR. Visit kittymeowboutique.fair.com and get your shop started. Finally, I think what I love about Catherine most is that she is really all about living your best life, as you'll see for yourself beneath the education tab on her site. She offers KMB Signature Collective, a mastermind for women in the product-based business world who have a love for paper and giftable items, who have an idea and a plan, but need guidance and support to be successful in their efforts. I so agree with Catherine. It's so important to be surrounded by like-minded women and leaders who are willing to put in the work to lift each other up. For that reason, it's not a course. It's a friggin' transformation, people. And Catherine has also started my second favorite podcast, Dreams to Plants, with another brilliant force of nature, my girlfriend Renee, to elevate your daydreams to actual, tangible plants. Oh, and if you're on Clubhouse, follow Kitty Meow so you can tune in to her weekly room Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Small Business Savvy, Insider Secrets You Need to Know. I checked it out for myself last week, and it was just the dose of inspiration and confidence my day needed. So get those good vibes going at kittymeowboutique.com and tell them Sarah sent you. Okay, how adorable are they? Thank you so much, Ryan and Juju, for being my very first guests in the paper fold. Please go check out the document. Check out 18 Million Thanks. Check out Good Juju Inc. and get involved however you can. It may sound a little trite, but to me, Ryan and Juju bring to mind that famous Mr. Rogers quote, when the sky is falling in, look to the helpers. Thank you so much, Ryan and Juju, for being our helpers. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to stay in the loop here. I started making a list of people who I wanted to interview and it got really long, really fast. So the plan is to keep posting episodes every week or so. Finally, if you want to leave me a voice message, info on how to do that should be in the liner notes. Um, so please look for them there. I would love to hear from you, whether it's comments on this episode or you telling me why you should be the next guest here in the paper fold. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and please stay well.